0: A Real Housewives Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Richardson, and this is Tom Hearn. Say hello, Tom.
1: Hello, Tom.
0: Ah, you're a real something, something.
1: No, I'm a dad now. I'm a dad. You are a father to a dog? I am. He's running around right now. His name is Regis, and he's a pug, and I love him. I love him, too. Almost as much as I love the Real Housewives. (gasps) What a
0: segue. Um, so Tom, this is our plan today. And if you don't know Tom, he's been on the show before and what what were you going to say? I was just
1: going to say, if you don't know me and you've listened to me on the podcast before, I'm chock full of opinions. So if you don't (laughs) like that, turn it the fuck off, but make sure you hit that like button, hit that subscribe (laughs) button. I have no idea how podcasts work.
0: (laughs) Tom's a comedian and my friend and blah, blah, blah. No one really cares. They just want to hear us talk about housewives and I don't... Blame them.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Now, okay, here's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about Salt Lake City and we're going to talk about Beverly Hills. Then Tom has a massive, massive weakness and that is he doesn't watch Potomac.
1: Yeah, that's my Achilles tendon. That is
0: my Achilles tendon yeah and here's the thing tom i'm not gonna push it on you because you're like me you're a little contrary so if i'm like you
1: gotta watch potomac you're gonna be like nope i'm like that about every show literally every single person in my life is like you should try watching community i think you'd really love it i was like that show can fucking die (laughs) i've never watched it. i have no idea it's pretty good uh okay
0: um so do you want to do salt lake city first or beverly hills first let's do salt lake city
1: first because (gasps) it comes first in the week
0: This is episode two, season two, 2.2, and so far I'm really liking this season, and I'm very excited about all all the Jen Shawness that we're about to get.
1: I'm excited about the Jen Shawness, but I'm also just excited for them continuing the train of petty drama. We have Hospital Smell from last (laughs) season, uh, and now we have, and here's the thing, I'm going to get the names wrong every single time, because for some reason they all blur, because two of them are literally identical twins. And act the exact same. Who? Um, Meredith. Oh. And what's Lisa. The other one? Lisa. Meredith and Lisa. Yeah. Now, Lisa-
0: see, okay. First season, everyone's like, I cannot tell the difference between Meredith and Lisa. And I was right there. But now that I know them, they couldn't be more different.
1: Yeah. Lisa is more like. Bleh, 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 and <laughs> Meredith is more like, well, I'm going to tell you. That, like, so there is a difference, I but they look the same. Might be more opposite. Isn't, isn't. Meredith more,
0: and Lisa's more llama.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> well, love that. <laughs> this I do. This is just adding to all of my confusion. But uh, uh, my my point still stands. I feel like Salt Lake City is doing a really good job of keeping uh, pettiness alive in 2021.
0: And I was watching Beverly Hills last night, and then I followed it with Potomac. And mm. like Potomac, Salt Lake is lighter, even though you have all this darkness. And you have all these like enemies and you have a little gaslighting thrown in. I'm not talking like Erica Jane levels, but you know, Mm -hmm. Jen Shaw is a master manipulator. There's still a sense of fun and people
1: willing to laugh about themselves. Even Mary Cosby can laugh at herself to some degree. And as most cult leaders can. Um, but <laughs> the thing I want to ask though, is do you think that we feel like it's more light and more fun just because we don't know the gals as much as we know our Beverly Hills gals? Like we've been through it with her, with her, with our BH ladies.
0: I think probably slightly like I and We'll get into it, but I'm having a real tough time not wanting to murder Lisa Rinna.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, let's get, th- honestly, I'm, we have a lot to talk about because... We do. Yeah. I.
0: Okay, so...
1: We both just... We both just... Uh, uh, oh, I almost said Lisa Simpson, but I guess that's more of a Marge Simpson thing to be like... <laughs> that's not <what> Lisa's <laughs> that's, No, that's Marge. <laughs> so my joke doesn't make any sense. It don't
0: make no sense. So, okay. So much like the editors of Beverly Hills, the editors of Salt Lake City are giving... Lots of good footage for the people, the feds
1: investigating
0: Jen Shah, because they've got a lot of like, look at all her shoes and mm-hmm. her fashions and her closets,
1: opulence, yes. opulence, baby. Look at her meeting at a fucking uh, a fortress of solitude. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wonder. I wonder. I would love to speak with somebody at Bravo, and mm-hmm. I want to know if they have had. Any um, requests to turn over footage in either case, uh, the Jen Shaw or the Erica Girardi case. I want to know, because they've, there's so much stuff that they film that we don't see. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if, have any of the investigators reached out?
0: I feel like I read something somewhere. I know how, that's how incredibly vague that mm-hmm. um, they did turn over or they would be willing to turn over stuff about Erica. <laughs> She's fucked. She's so fucked.
1: She's so fucked. <laughs> she's so, she's
0: so fucked. fucked. And rightfully so. But, yeah. but the thing about Erica is she was also like saying up to the divorce. Yeah, I was auctioning off all my clothing for money. And it's like that clothing that you bought with Tom's stolen money.
1: Money. Shiller. Sure. Yikes. M- money. Yeah. Um, uh Yeah, that's wild. Okay, I have to ask you. Mm-hmm. Who to you is the star of... Salt Lake City.
0: Okay, well the, the, well the issue is, it might be Jen.
1: See, I disagree. You think it's Heather? No. <gasps> Who?
0: I think it's Whitney. What? <laughs> Top of all the people, it's not Whitney.
1: I love her. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you mean star or most likable? I think that she is going to be the star of the season. Think? I think she's going to be a dark horse. Was she the one that maybe called the feds? I don't know. I feel like she might have been involved.
0: Mm. Well, mm. well, now I legally have to sing One Bar of Dark Horse by Katy Perry. Are you ready for, ready for the perfect storm, perfect storm? And I'll stop it there.
1: Yeah, that's that's two bars. It's two bars. <laughs> what
0: is a bar? I don't even know.
1: A bar is um four counts.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know. Oh, I... Yeah. Yeah, we don't know. Uh... We don't know. So we get this weird, like, plot about Jen ignoring her nephew who was in South Central. I don't...
1: I feel like that was just, like, I feel like they're trying, or Jen is trying to humanize herself a little bit. It's kind of like Mm -hmm. when Erica did that as well. They're literally following kind of the same path. But Mm -hmm. what is this, like, concept of an intervention for someone being a bitch? (laughs) Like... What?
0: I don't know. Like, do you think it's connected to her alcoholism? Because I don't know if she's an alcoholic,
1: but I mean, mm-hmm. she was getting wasted and screaming. And if you're, if you're an angry drunk, that's not good. No, it's a bad look. I guess maybe it had something to do with that. But the way she's explaining it is like, it was just like, they had enough of my emotions. And I'm like, huh? That's not-
0: Regis, it's Regis. okay. We, it's okay. We can incorporate the barking into the podcast.
1: The the Lisa Barking Low.
0: Oh, Barlow. Bar okay, yeah. I thought it was another, like, failed Lisa Simpson
1: reference. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, yeah, and it was just interesting that she was, like, like, what? there was no resolution to what happened to her nephew. Is he a nephew? I'm confused.
0: Yeah, it was his her nephew, and then she was, like, I was, like, a second mother to him, and then when he was desperate and he reached out to me last year, I ignored them because there was too much going on with my father and stuff, and it's, like... I get, Jen, I get that you want to like, quote unquote, own up to your mistakes, which she doesn't really do later in this episode.
1: Uh, This is not a good look, what you're saying. No. (laughs) At all. Yeah. It was, it was because like also the way that it was framed, it was like, oh, look at all my shoes. Look at all my stuff. Look at all this. I'm sorry I didn't get you out of the place that you needed to get out of with your family. Like. Yeah.
0: That's like some life and death shit. Uh, Yeah.
1: What's her name? Jen? Jen? Lisa,
0: Jen. Lisa Meredith.
1: Jen, Lisa, Meredith. Um, Yeah, that was an interesting scene. Uh, I think they're just trying to humanize her a little bit because we know... But also, they didn't know back then what was coming, so... Maybe she did and She was trying her redemption arc. Yeah, but I feel like even in the first season, Jen has always done this thing where she's just like, oh, I'll say whatever I want and then just kind of move on.
0: I don't know, though, if she... Could handle as much as she thought based on how the fans reacted from season one. Mm, she got true. a lot of flack. Yeah. Dot dot dot. That being said, she and we'll get to it. But her conversation with Heather later on in this episode is maddening. It's she hasn't really changed. She hasn't no, changed. No, as she's we know. The same. Um. So Jen calls Heather, and Heather's like, "What the flying?" Yes.
1: Back? Heather's face, like. She was like, I really, really want to get together. And, like, I know this is a podcast, but she did, like, the, like, whoop face. Like, being like, what the fuck, bitch? Like, oh, I've said (laughs) bitch so many times already on this podcast. Sorry about it. Um, But. It's fine. Everyone listening is a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Certified (laughs) bitch. Yes. No, but she was like, like, imagine not speaking to somebody for months and months. And somebody that you're filming a television show with. Yeah. And then just out of the blue, being like, "Like that's unhinged. That's a little unhinged."
0: Yeah, totally. And then I had forgotten because I I didn't like do a ton of refresher of season one when I jumped into season two for this pod. Um, I'd forgotten about Jen allegedly calling Heather a manatee
1: and Shrek and Shrek. Yes, um, wow, that's not a Wild. nice thing to say.
0: I would, if someone called me a manatee or a Shrek, I would be so heartbroken. Yes.
1: Especially somebody who you consider a friend. Like it's one thing when you get casting calls that say it'd be interesting to see somebody who's physically out of shape. Um, okay. But it's a totally- so Tom, you have to explain that. You have to explain that. Oh, it's just, listen, I'm an actor. Emily's an actress. We get casting <laughs> calls. I just recently got one um, for a lifeguard and it said, would be fun. No, would be Interesting. Yeah. To see somebody who's physically out of shape, which number one, I ain't physically out of shape as she's got a little bit of pounds on her, but she's (laughs) not physically out of shape. I will run around your fucking office if that's what you need me to do. Um, (laughs) But no one's asking
0: you. (laughs) No one's
1: asking me to do that. No, No, but there
0: are, there are a lot of like casting things where like notices where, and then I won't book it. It's really annoying. Yeah. It's like fat woman.
1: (laughs) She loves to eat. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> the thing that's funny about this lifeguard is he's really fat and he wouldn't be able to save anyone yeah. um, character faces I'll sometimes get. oh yeah we get that and, too and then
0: I'll watch who books the part and it'll be like some model and I'll be yeah. like what the fuck <laughs> what did I do wrong
1: they're like oh no we saw the fat person and we don't want it <laughs> we realize well, that's too ugly for TV too ugly no but I would be extremely hurt if I found out that somebody who I considered a best friend because Heather was kind of ride or die Jen for most of the first season called me a manatee or Shrek. Like at least call me donkey.
0: (laughs) The worst part is like, I want to laugh because that is a crazy fucking sentence to say. (laughs) Manatee (laughs) or Shrek. The only, what was it? The only roles she would go out to go out for would be that of a manatee or Shrek. (laughs) The way she said that at the, the way that, the way that Heather said that at the reunion, recounting it, made me laugh so hard. I but know. it is very dark and fucked it's up. It's very dark. Speaking Jen. of people that are mad at Chen, Mer- okay, the, you have a lot of opinions on this, but Meredith is pissed. Yes. Mer- Meredith is like slurring her words with her husband. Like she is on Xanax or something. Yeah, or there drunk. is something
1: going on. I was like, did you just, like, okay, remember on Keeping Up with the Kardashians when Courtney got that, like, I think it was she called dental work, but then like mm. her face was like frozen like that yeah. like this. I yeah. felt like that's Meredith's whole vibe,
0: yeah, well, so they, far well, they all had too much work on their face. They all yeah. look like they don't look their age because they don't look human no, and they're not that old like I think they're all most of them are in their like forties. It's weird, yeah, I think I think Meredith in general only like late forties, but they look like like I don't know like i I, I want to say like a victim of something. Of, like, a botched, a botched,
1: like, facial reconstruction. Well, Linda Evangelista. (gasps) I cannot believe that. I want to see it.
0: Well, okay. So, in case you don't know, Linda Evangelista is suing this, like... And they've done it before on the show. This cool sculpting company for, like, that burns fat, like... Correct me if I'm wrong, Tom, but isn't it like the things where they go in like the big freezer and it freezes their fat and it's supposed to make it
1: smaller? No, it's like that. But what this is doing from what I understand, and I I haven't had it done yet and getting it done next (laughs) week, but what they do is they essentially take that cooling agent and then they're using like a sculpting tool. So they're burning, like literally, it's surgery. So they're cutting your skin open and they're burning the fatty tissues. And what it does is it's supposed to block fatty tissues from... Um, being able to grow and regenerate. But what happened to Linda, which is fucked, is there is a weird side effect that happened to some people where it makes your fat cells like regenerate at like rapid pace. So like it's doing the complete opposite of what she wanted. So like, say for instance, like she was like, oh, I want to like sculpt out my jaw a little bit more. So now she has like six chins is essentially what's happening. And
0: I think that's what it is. I mean, and listen- she said, okay, so Linda is like, I'm suing this company for $50 million because they've made me deformed. Yeah. And now I, I looked a bunch of, I don't know about her body, but mm. because but, like she hasn't shown it in years, but um, there's paparazzi, pa- paparazzi <laughs> pictures of... It's okay, the dog can bark. Stop hitting the dog, Tom. No, don't say that. (laughs) Stop pointing that gun at the dog, Tom. Stop pointing it at him. Uh, But anyway, but in the paparazzi photos, you can see she looks like, she just looks puffy. It doesn't look deformed. It looks puffy. But uh, then again, you don't really get a good look. It's fascinating. Um, And these women need to, not, not to shame Linda by any means, but like the women on these shows need to
1: chill out with the plastic surgery. It's so sad. It's too much. It's too much. And Meredith is like, it's not like Meredith needs it. Oh, she's, she's a beautiful. very attractive woman. She's very beautiful. She looks exactly like Lisa. Yeah. Uh yeah. They're both very beautiful. They really are. Yeah. Beautiful twins.
0: Um so <laughs> she's pissed because Jen liked those bad twink
1: that <laughs> those bad tweets <laughs> about <laughs> not those bad twinks. Yeah about <laughs> about her twinks. Privileged son.
0: twink and like she keeps being like he is a child. And I'm like what? He's, He's Retweeting 21. Retweeting is as good as saying that. Now you I was trying to be as, on my la- last week's episode, it was a solo one. So it was me, like, talking myself into the wokest corners of my brain. Being like, well, well you know, like, but then again, we don't know. We don't know Brooks' journey and his life. But you texted me some, some stuff earlier in the week and you're like, I'm going to say it on the podcast.
1: <laughs> well, I'm just going to say this. Brooks has an Instagram account that people have seen where Brooks has said that they're that they are gay Mm -hmm. and that he is like that's what I don't understand it's like this isn't a it's actually worse in my opinion that he's throwing himself back into the closet and like using this as drama because he's kind of like gay baiting a little bit in like the reverse sense of that so being like well she's calling me out for like instead of just like Owning his queerness. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm a fag, so I'm saying all this from my own perspective. (laughs)
0: What an abrasive word to hear when you're not expecting it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about it when I'm walking down the street. Um,
0: (laughs) That's sad.
1: But he, I don't know, in my opinion, in season one, he told us he was gay.
0: I mean, that's what I got to. That being said... Is he going, putting himself back in the closet or acting like this? Or is Meredith doing that?
1: Well, see, and that's what I want to know. And we haven't had a chance to hear him speak on it yet. Like, we've heard a little bit about, like, because he was on the last episode, right? Yeah, briefly, 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 yeah. I want him, I want to hear what he has to say. Because obviously he's going to follow his mother's suit because, like, mommy's paying the bills with the TV show. Mm -hmm. Um, So it makes more sense for him her to continue this drama with Jen. I'm not saying Jen is in the right. Like Jen shouldn't be liking. And I agree with Meredith, liking it, reposting it is as good as saying it. Yeah. Agreed. But like, let's not act like it's coming, like she's outing him. And this is like the first time we're ever hearing that Brooks might be gay. Like this has been a conversation. It's is a conversation. It's a thing that has been confirmed on His own social media, I don't know if it's still there, Mm -hmm. probably has been taken down for the production of it all. Mm -hmm. But there are people who are genuinely like in the closet for their own safety. um, And like that's not this situation. And it feels like that's what she's trying to say that Jen is doing is like it's 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 um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like it's putting him in jeopardy. And yes, it's literally yes. not. I think you're actually being... putting him more in jeopardy by doing what you're doing right now.
0: Yeah. I, I see what you mean here. I think what Meredith is doing, I, she's defending her child. And that's totally understandable. Absolutely. And Jen's being a fucking asshole. But I also think that Meredith is putting on an l- extra layer of sanctimonious
1: when she doesn't have to. She's painting with a wide a brush. brush. Wide, wide, wide brush. Self-righteous because, brush. Because, listen, I'm not in their family I don't know what happens behind closed doors and when the cameras aren't there, but I find it absolutely rich when she sits there and talks to her husband, and his face tells the story. When she's like, "Brooks hasn't even told us if he's gay," and her husband's like, "Well, <laughs> like he's <laughs> just like, well, I mean, uh, I Have think that he her, did, <laughs> yeah, but I feel like he has. I mean, it, I because don't the know whole what... reason why the vagina thing in season one was so like." Massive, like not the vagina, massive, but like <laughs> the this him pointing it out was it was funny because he is gay, like that's why it was funny.
0: Well, there's that kind of type of um gay misogyny there, where yes. where gay men or you know I don't know they are like ew vaginas are gross, mm-hmm. and so I can understand why I don't know, but then it's like I I think they're going to get into it soon, like Meredith versus Jen about like. The vagina of it all and like was yeah. he saying ooh vaginas are gross or was he saying I can see your vagina stop flashing your vagina at me.
1: Yeah and uh, I feel like he's trying to say I hope that he was saying the latter and not being the definition of a 21 year old twink who does that type of shit like I remember like I was never this type of gay but you'll remember this like remember like when your gay friends would just come up to you in university and be like
0: boobies yeah, and like correct, touch your
1: breasts it. and like kiss your face and stuff like that like that's wild let's stop doing that yeah I um, feel like that's <laughs> curbed a bit as the years have gone on <laughs> yeah but that's what he's but if he is being like that gay misogynist mm-hmm. type thing mm-hmm. then that's kind of the new version of that is like Ew, vaginas are gross and they're icky yeah, Like, that's interesting listen I like to suck a cock but I'm not here to commenting on people's vaginas you constantly comment on mine You're always like, get it rejuvenated. Get it rejuvenated. Neutrogena on that. (laughs) Not Neutrogena. Uh, Um, (laughs) So I don't know. I feel like I'm like, I understand where Meredith is coming from with Mm -hmm. regards to defending her son. Mm -hmm. I think that she's doing him a disservice by pushing him back into the closet. Mm -hmm. I think also in the same breath that Jen shouldn't be liking and retweeting these things. I think she should just say it. Say what's on your mind. So in summary, everyone is wrong. Yes. Okay. Except right. for me. No, no,
0: of course. Except for me. Uh, speaking of so wrong, um, Mary. We got a lot of Mary. I don't want to get into Mary because everything she does is so weird. Um, she's getting her very, very ugly ass house redecorated. So
1: much green. Uh, when was green in? Like, never. When was green tile in? I think I don't know,
0: like, I remember, like, wearing these, like, lime green shorts in the late 90s, and I remember thinking, this is cool, but I can't (laughs) remember any green since.
1: No, and it wasn't even lime green, it was, like, winter green tiles. It's very gross. My favorite part of Mary's moment on the show this this week, though, Mm -hmm. was when she went into her son's room, and, like, she opened the fridge, and he just had water and milk and he's he's like like just being a teenage boy and I'm like what would I have done if my parents were rich and I had a fridge in my room imagine a fridge in your room I would be Eating
0: constantly. I was going to say,
1: it, w- it wouldn't be uh, a question from casting anymore. Like, it would be nice to see some people who are potentially out of shape. Like, the girl would be out of shape if she had a fridge <laughs> in her room. <laughs> like... People with TVs in, in, in their
0: rooms always got me, too. I was always like, Whoa, yes. you're allowed? Fancy. Wow, we can watch all the porn.
1: Oh my- um, on the TV, interesting. <laughs>
0: Ma- oh, shut up. Uh, Mary... Um, it has this weird moment where she's talking about her son, and she tells us that she told him that if she, when he sees a vagina or he gets down there, if you smell fish,
1: run. What, 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 isn't she a pastor at a fundamental Christian church? Like, yes, she thinks she's God. That is wild to me. Also, like, it's like <laughs> Brooks said wow, I see your vagina. And she's like, if you smell fish on a fucking vagina, get running. And everyone's like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's very weird. She just is so kooky. And did you see all that shit that came out this week about her and Whitney on Twitter? No, I haven't seen it. Tell me. So. Because Whitney uh, is the star of the show. Star of the show, as we all know. So I guess Mary posted something about like, Whitney is like a liar and like she's not straight. she likes women and oh. she's uh, propositioned or come for like women in the in the women's washroom like sexually, oh. I guess or like it there's, there's kind of like this vibe of also like she's like kind of suggesting molestation or something or something in, inappropriate.
1: Uh, uh, violation a viola- violated violated. For- uh, yeah, it violated. is very strange. Yikes. Whatever.
0: So, well, I guess we're, I don't know, but she, but then also Mary came out and was like, Heather is a racist about like a couple months ago. So this, Mary. Yeah. Uh, Mary's on an island. She Mary, Mary is on an island.
1: I don't even think that she fits in the show. No, I personally. don't Personally, I think that this will be her last season. Unless she does mind. something wild and I wouldn't mind it.
0: Here's the thing. I'm entertained by her, but she doesn't, she doesn't fit, fit in. She doesn't No, and that actually sounds bad because we're talking about the sole black cast member on this episode, on this show. Yeah. But
1: that being said, she is a cult leader and she is so weird. It just doesn't seem like, and like, I think we'll get into this as we get into more new seasons of uh, Real Housewives as they do try to diversify their cast, like- you can't just throw, like, there has to be a basis of friendship for the show to make sense. And I personally don't see who Mary is friends with in this group. So it doesn't make sense to just throw somebody in because they're diverse. Like, that doesn't make any sense at all. Like, that actually is actually the wrong thing to do, Bravo. You shouldn't just be throwing somebody in like, well, we need a black cast member, so throw this person well, in that who has no f- connections.
0: This whole last year has been With Bravo TV trying to do, basically, get their asses out of trouble for not having diverse cast members. Mm -hmm. Putting one woman of color in the cast and then leaving her on her own to drown. Because they are surrounded by racists. Dallas, New York, fucking Beverly Hills, which we'll get into later. Yep. So it's just, yeah, they gotta fucking figure that shit out. Yeah, Or get
1: a, bring a friend in for Mary, like bring somebody in who makes sense for Mary to be friends with and they can team up with. Bring a, one of her cult members.
0: Okay. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> Jesus.
0: Uh, we get a little, um, Jenny, we get to know Jenny a little bit, blah, blah, blah. I do not care about this. Her husband wants more baby storyline. I don't care.
1: Yeah. I feel like that, that's been such a story. Uh, No. I don't but care. I like her though. I, I like, like her, her energy. I, like her I really energy. do like her energy.
0: But like, how do you like say to your husband, like, "Hey, honey, you know how like you can't, you want more kids and I don't. Let's make that the storyline, and let's have you be like, I don't want you to work anymore, and you come off as a
1: misogynist prick." But I don't think that that's like a you. Let's make this a plan. I think that that's genuinely what's happening. Do in you think? Life. Yes. I think it, can it, can it be both. It can be, it it can be both because they're also filming a reality TV show. So it does make sense to be like, how do I keep this paycheck rolling? Yeah. How can true. I continue this on? But I'm excited to learn more about her. Mm-hmm. I think that she, like her energy matches the show. So I like her. Yes. I think she makes sense with the cast. She does. And she has a friend. She yeah. She already has a friend. Lisa. Lisa. So yeah. weird.
0: Uh, no, I really like her vibe and I'd like to see her in action, like fighting. Mm-hmm. I'd like to yes. see some fighting. Um, so earlier on... Uh, Jen, Jenny, and Lisa get together. Jen is defending herself, saying that she has the right, like, about the Brooke stuff on Twitter. Mm -hmm. I have the right to like a joke. It's funny. Like, honey.
1: Yeah. No. Uh,
0: So we get a little bit of our first Jen meltdown because
1: she freaks out there. She does freak out there. And Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh, you haven't changed. Mm -mm. No. At all. Mm -mm. At all. And, like, this whole, like, notion of, like, I'm allowed to like a joke because it's funny. It's like, sure, but, like then you have to own the repercussions of what that joke is. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't just be like, like imagine me going on Twitter and just liking a bunch of racist jokes and being like, Oh, well they're just jokes and they're funny. Like, I would still have to atone for that. And and you
0: would, and by liking and retweeting, Meredith is right. You, you do endorse, you do endorse. Yep. So, um,
1: (laughs) oh, but I did like the moment where Jenny came in and she touched Jen's butt and Jen was like, oh, a girl touching my butt. Like as soon as we meet, like we're going to be friends. And I was like, oh, Jenny, run. (laughs) Run, Jenny, run. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Um, do we finally get to like the big climax of the episode, which is (laughs) Heather. Um, Emily. Yeah.
1: What? Sorry, I need to interrupt you. The climax of the episode was Whitney riding her husband saying that she wants to get drilled more. Like, there's the climax. Am I, I right? I to
0: touch on that because it's so weird. And also, her saying, babe, I want a million, I want a billion dollar company. <laughs> I,
1: I know, was, like, that was like, I don't even understand what her company is. I'm like, tell us what it does first and then we'll get to the money.
0: I think it might be, like, a pyramid scheme, but something about skin. Oh, no, Jen. Uh, (laughs) Anyways, I just needed to talk about... (laughs) I just had to talk
1: about Whitney. Because she, like, sits on... Honestly, though, that guy's not really my type. But every time I see him, I'm like, I bet you he fucking is packing. He he kind of looks
0: like a hog, so I'm
1: going to guess he's
0: packing one as well.
1: Yeah. So I'm like... And then when she in her interview, when she was like, you know, like, I don't want to do the What'd she call it? Like, um... It was like zombie sex or oh, something. Yeah. But like, yeah, she said something specific and then like, yeah. they were like, what is that? And then like, she did an example where she's just like riding him and just being like, ugh. And she I'm like, we all pretty, there.
0: It was a pretty good like, sh- what do you call that? Not charade, not tableau.
1: What do you call that? Mime? Miming, I guess? Miming. But it made me feel like she was super relatable because we've all been riding a dick and been like, when will this stop? Not me. I'm a virgin. <laughs> no, yeah. you You're yeah. a known virgin. Yeah
0: uh so
1: but back to the ice castle yes
0: so why the fuck are they at an ice castle
1: um because production said wouldn't it be funny if um this icy relationship had a conversation (laughs) in an ice castle that's exactly why they're there Uh,
0: ellie was so like why are they there i don't get it and i'm like shut up it's the backdrop
1: (laughs) jen coming down on that fucking sled sled I was like oh my god God." she is unhinged she has no idea what she's about to walk into no and she's
0: she's like woo like everything's fun and Heather's like what the fuck
1: yes Uh, I was actually I was proud of Heather though because we did see that little scene with her and Whitney where like Whitney was like I pulled you up out of the gutter. I'm like, all right, let's relax a little bit. Like they're just used to be friends and they're not friends anymore. But she was like, don't go back to her like so quick. And And she didn't, she did hold her to account a little bit more than we would have seen last season.
0: Correct. But at the same time, it kind of looks like she just went back to her.
1: Yeah. I think at the end of the conversation, it was kind of like, wow, let's go down the sled together. Um, but she did say like, you called me a manatee, you called me Shrek. And then she- Honey boo Jen, boo. Honey boo boo. Honey boo boo. And Jen is a math- I mean, it makes sense why she got caught for um, stealing money from senior citizens. But like, she's a gaslighter. She's wild.
0: Yeah. She turns the tables and makes herself the victim every
1: time. Every time. Every single time. Um, And it's kind of exhausting. It is incredibly exhausting. She immediately denied, denied,
0: denied- Everything she completely invalidated all of Heather's feelings, Mm -hmm. and like Heather had proof. She's like, "This came from your Twitter," and she was like, "Nope." I know. And why did you? Why wouldn't you like talk to me about that? And it's like, what you? You're the one who said this. Take some fucking accountability. Yes, exactly. Uh, Anything else you would like to say about the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City?
1: I'm very excited um, for this. Uh, what I assume is ice fishing trip. Yes, yeah, that looks like fun. this. This ice theme. Also, it does appear like COVID is not a thing in Salt Lake City. Well, when would this have been? When would this? I think this was like filmed February March. So this is when like Americans we're were starting the COVID. vaccines and stuff.
0: No, no, no. This is this is post. This is post. Well, this is not post COVID, but this is like uh, this year, earlier this year.
1: Oh, okay. All right. And also America, like once they hit February of like this year, they were like, COVID's not real. So like, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Oh
0: my God. I'm looking at you and I know you're in Waterloo and I'm in Toronto. We are both getting blasted by the sun right now. How is this happening at the same time?
1: Yeah. I'm like so far away from you. Where Um, are you? Where
0: are you facing? I'm facing West. Do you know where you're facing?
1: I'm going to assume West.
0: (laughs) 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 What is happening? I
1: love it. <laughs> As Blah, everyone knows,
0: <laughs> Ontario is getting blasted by sun at this exact moment, no matter where you are. Uh, I love it. Beverly fucking hills, man.
1: Okay. It's so funny because we just had the longest conversation about Salt Lake City and I barely have any opinions on that. And here <laughs> we go. <sighs> okay. Del Mar. We're
0: in Del Mar. Dorit is still on about the fucking Garcelle stuff. And I
1: can't. I cannot. I, I was literally... And I know we're jumping to the near the end of the episode when we got to that conversation coming mm-hmm. up again. But I literally like threw my hands like I physically threw my hands in the air for our gal. Because I was like, Dorit, shut the fuck up. And then the second that Rina came in, I was like, Rina, you have done this to every single person that comes onto this show. You did this to Denise. Mm-hmm. You did this, she did it a little bit to Teddy as well. Mm-hmm. She's done this to like who I, oh I mean Kim, was it? Kim, like Lisa she's Vanderpump done, to a degree, like Lisa Renna is a devil. I've never liked her, I and I want her know. to leave the show
0: and I'd like to formally apologize because we, I think I started watching Beverly Hills like months before you did a few years ago, yeah, and you said to I me. It. And I'm sorry. You're like, I hate Lisa Rinna. And back then, I really was sick of Lisa Vanderpump's bullshit. And like, Kim, as fun as she is, she could be really mean. And so yeah. I was kind of like, I don't mind Lisa. She's calling people out. Oh, I don't mind her. But you were right. She's a horrible, horrible person.
1: Yeah. Just because you stand at a pulpit and you tell people to own it doesn't mean you're a good person. In that moment, I was kind of hoping that Garcelle was going to call Renna out. Oh my God. But it shouldn't be her fucking responsibility to call this woman out who's been actually trashed to her all last season, all this season. Like, I don't even know why they are still talking. Like, I wouldn't have given her another chance.
0: The issue is Garcelle and Sutton, anytime they speak... The truth, all of the women either remain quiet or gang up to bully them. Yep. And so they really, I think, get not scared, because I don't think Garcelle is scared of Rena, but she's like, she's discouraged.
1: Yes. It's yes.
0: really fucked up, and it's gaslighty. I mean, we'll get into, we'll get into the last yeah, part, but
1: because I want there's something specifically that I want to say, but I want to wait until okay. we, I'm, gonna, right. I'm literally going to write it down.
0: Okay, so Erica and Sutton ignored each other at Dorit's weird wedding party, wedding dress play- thing. Um, the actress, the act. I'm wearing, and I'm wearing the actress,
1: and I'm wearing the woman. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. So Sutton has a sprained ankle, so she can't wear one of her 500 pairs of
1: shoes. Do you yes, have any on that? that was so funny. Where she was just like, oh, "Did she, did we hear how she sprained her ankle? Um, or did I, I, don't I miss remember, that?"
0: Remember, but it's like it's one of those chronic things with her. Do so you know we all have a okay. chronic thing? What's your chronic yeah. thing? What's your chronic pain?
1: Uh, my lower back.
0: Oh yeah, you do have issues with that. Right now,
1: it's my neck. Oh, is it? Sorry, you got to get the thumper on it. I got to get the thumper on it.
0: <laughs> um, so we go. Kathy is. Dottie and doesn't remember her bag and can't find her cell phone and then calls someone named the lady to get the it. The lady! <gasps>
1: <laughs> oh, The lady. And then I love that production when the bag got dropped off. It said in quotes, the lady. Oh uh, and it was her saying like, here you go, Miss Hilton. Like here, or Mrs. And Hilton, here's do you what, your bag. See you
0: what the fucked up part is? It's like that is almost Ramona type level behavior.
1: It absolutely is. And nobody will say anything to Kathy about it.
0: No, they won't because she's lovable. But mm, I don't know about that. We'll see. But right. conversely, you have someone who, when, when Garcelle shows up to their hotel later on in the episode,
1: mm-hmm.
0: she's talking to the either the manager of the hotel or the front desk person who like leads her up. And she's asking about the hotel. And she's being very polite and personable. And I'm thinking, wow, Kathy would never do this with someone who wasn't a rich person or someone she had to impress? She
1: yep. just wouldn't. Well, that comes from I think being a Hilton.
0: Yeah, and being a super privileged white lady her whole life. Yep. Wait. um, so they're at the beach. There are seals. They're very cute.
1: Yeah, and this is where we see Erica say, "Like, oh my god, what?" Oh, she was just being so awful about Sutton, and I'm like, "Yeah, Sutton wasn't there. Sutton wasn't there. That's right. Sutton, Sutton wasn't Sutton went there." To the ER. She went to the ER, the emergency room, which I'm like, you absolutely didn't go to the ER. You're rich. You went to some literal place that they do x-rays. Also, they don't do x-rays at the ER. If you're talking to your family doctor, Damn. they recommend you to go to a place where they do x-rays. You don't go to the ER. Let's stop this narrative. Uh, we also <laughs> don't know doing... what
0: happened. Like, we don't know what happened with rich people. Like, that that, that doctor could have been like, oh, Sutton, I, you know, my best friend I went to school with is, works in the ER
1: there. He'll just get you in. You know, That's no waiting. True who knows no waiting yeah um yeah i just think that erica is digging her oh yes at that meeting at that beach meeting is when erica says they start talking about the accident and kyle goes oh right oh yeah and he was knocked out and erica goes allegedly (gasps) and then the it cuts to the confessional of kyle being like excuse me and then cuts to the footage of her saying he was knocked out for 12 hours. He was unconscious. It's not alleged. Like, what is going on? And She can't keep her own story She's
0: straight. lying. And then she... It, it's just so fucking frustrating because she forbids anyone to call her a liar when she has lied about everything. Can't she say at least, listen, I can understand why people might have trust issues with me because I lied about the state of my marriage for so long but no there's zero self-awareness someone's like well you can't threaten Sutton and she's like well she deserves to be threatened nobody calls her on that nobody
1: said anything Dorit was like and I mean this is editing so we don't know if this was the reaction that actually happened but Crystal did make like a face like oh my god but that could have been to anything and they just edited to look like that (laughs) (laughs) like her being like hors (laughs) d'oeuvres but yeah, nobody has will say anything. And I'm like, she's kind of like being quite threatening.
0: She's being very threatening
1: and she's talking like Trump. It yes. It is completely
0: single-minded, egomaniac, sociopathic, no empathy for anybody else, telling people to shut up, you're stupid, don't come for yeah. me. Very scary stuff, actually. Yeah,
1: I don't like it. I think it's very dark. Mm-hmm. Um, And I don't understand what her goal is uh i think that she is so far up
0: her own ass that she believes that the viewers at home are gonna be like yes erica stand your ground but she
1: doesn't realize we've jumped off the the Erica boat or Erica Listen, train. Listen, I've whatever. jumped off the, the Erica Sto- train and oh. boat. And like, I was full, like I was the conductor. <laughs> like, I was right on the caboose being like. Yeah, and that's why
0: n-nit. now it's a runaway train.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, um, it's, it's shocking. I don't see how she can continue on the show after this season.
0: I don't know. But like you say that and then like, I like Rinna, like Rinna pulling this shit. But I think what Bravo fucks up. Okay, there's, there's like good, bad and bad, bad. Mm-hmm. Good, bad is Sonia. She's a fucking drunken mess. She's loopy. She's whatever. Bad, bad is Ramona. Bad, bad yeah. is Rinna, in my opinion. Because mm-hmm. she's gaslighting and she's like, fucked.
1: Is, remind me, our all-star season that's coming up. Yep. Our vacation season. Is Rinna on that? Um, No. Is,
0: I think it's just Kyle.
1: Just Kyle from Beverly Hills? I think. Yeah. Okay. Because I read an article the other day about that um leading up to the New York reunion which mm-hmm. is coming I think next week. No, wait, they figured. canceled it. So they canceled it completely. Yeah. So this is why they did that. Because the reunion I think Ramona would be kicked off the show. And, and if so Ramona she would ki- be <laughs> So she should be. And if Ramona's kicked off the show, that's not a good look for this new Peacock series. No, it's not because it's like look at this problematic woman. And now we're uplifting her. Um, but they I already that knew they, that. But the fucked up part is... Okay, I'm getting really emotional. And I'm not getting emotional
0: at you. I'm getting emotional at Bravo for their fucking racist choices. Yeah, Because they knew Ramona was racist. They She had shot the whole, this past New York season before they cast her on that show. It's very frustrating. Yeah,
1: it's very frustrating. And I'm also actually super disappointed to hear that the reunion's not happening. I didn't know that.
0: I don't care. But I, I, I don't care in the sense of I don't care to watch it. I care based on the principle.
1: Yes, and I think Ebony deserves her chance to sit there and actually say what she actually wants to say, which is, you're a racist. Yeah. I had to baby you the entire time, Mm -hmm. and you are an adult woman who is, I think, over the age of 60. Yeah, Um, she's like 63 or 4, I think. Well, you can tell. And (laughs) by her (laughs) behavior, (laughs) behavior, she acts like somebody who is from that generation. Um, Um, and And is
0: not willing to learn
1: yeah um sorry to go down the ebony train but no, I love no, ebony no. and I, I hope ebony. that they bring ebony back and get rid of ramona uh, maybe even luann um yeah, I know and Her give time is like done. let's revamp this season like let's revamp new york let's make it actually feel like new york yeah but I digress <sighs> hate it and I
0: hate Rinna and I hate Erica I don't know what's gonna happen in the future but like the the end is nigh for Beverly Hills or just this season I mean because this is like episode 18 or 19 I think yeah wh-
1: when is it gonna be done
0: I don't know I mean I'm almost thinking the next week could be the finale
1: no it could be, be mm, where no because they're still in the they'll so, finish this yeah. girl's trip and then they're gonna have a party somewhere oh you gotta have a party You gotta have an end of season it event. always ends on it'll be at Kyle's place um, yeah. It'll be a, of course it'll be Kyle's. Well, she has a nice it'll house. A, it, And it'll be a white party.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Garcelle shows up, then Sutton shows up in a wheelchair and I'm dead. Would you like a glass of champagne? Yes. Or vodka? These two. I, I love, love these them. two together.
1: Yeah. Uh, and also I thought it was very funny that she said or vodka because we had already had that fun moment of her being like well, why don't you put a little bit of vodka in my champagne? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is my girl. This is my girl.
0: Yeah, like, Sutton started the season off really badly with all that, like, I don't see color shit, but I yeah. am loving everything after.
1: Yes. Um, that was gross. Uh, but I never really liked Sutton. Do you like her now? I do like her now.
0: Okay. she's. I do like her now. She's, she's got a good on. redemption arc. Because you know what she's mm-hmm. doing? Hey, listen up, Rinna or Jen, people who want to, like, have a redemption arc – do good things stand up for people call people on their bullshit
1: don't just be and like she's actually she's nice like there was that clip of like and i don't know if this was a a clip saying like this is what happened next week or if this was just a quick flashback but she was saying like i was being really great to erica like remember when erica yeah. announced her, money her divorce yeah lend her money took her out for that like cryogenic therapy thing took her for a ride in her new rolls royce like all this (laughs) look (laughs) what you're missing (laughs) look what you're missing you have your brand new fucking land rover (laughs) (sighs) could you imagine could you imagine um
0: so now we have this this night where everybody's dressed in black except for kathy wearing pink and erica dressed in angel white
1: give me a fucking break with that cut crease and let me tell you the eyeliner was a little wonky also, so we can tell that she doesn't have her glam squad she in. did
0: have; well, she had one glam guy there
1: but he was not good
0: he's not good and <laughs> who? well she, she you get what you pay for right she doesn't have any fucking money but why even have a glam person there
1: because she doesn't know how to do her own makeup because she's been privileged her entire life i mean i don't know how to do my own makeup but you're not privileged no i am privileged like it's not privileged like that you're not financially privileged <laughs> Emily is Emily is poor. I'm here to tell everyone on the podcast. Shut the fuck up. Don't tell people that. I
0: think all of my makeup probably adds up to. I mean, I do have a Fenty highlighter, but I think it Ooh, that's probably nice. Adds up, adds up to like forty bucks. Actually, oh. no, that's not true. Like one hundred and twenty, because I have a really nice uh, mascara, Benefit.
1: It's great. I spent my entire serb on drag makeup, so Don't I have. Say that the feds are listening. No makeup um but the dinner okay so this is the thing that i wrote down and i i I wanted to come back to it Mm -hmm. once we got to the moment where garcelle was finally like you know what i'm gonna speak up i'm gonna say what's fully on my mind Mm -hmm. not by her own volition she didn't want to do that those women lisa bullied her into it and then those fucking women had the audacity Mm -hmm. to go up to her and be like wow, we finally see you. We see you. That's called, that's called trauma bonding. And that's not a real friendship. Somebody shouldn't have to expose their trauma for you to connect with them. That's an insane person's thing. Mm-hmm. Like that is wild. I felt so uncomfortable the entire time. Yep. And then I even wanted to like, I would love to be a fly on the wall, like in the um, like the talking head interviews mm-hmm. because it cut to her being like, Yeah, like, I said all those things and, like, I feel like the girls are finally seeing me. But I wanted one of those producers to be like, did you want to do that? Because she didn't want to – she didn't want to say any of that stuff. And she shouldn't have to sit in front of a group of white women and Crystal and say, you know, have you ever walked in a room and had to feel like (gasps) you were different than everybody else? And then Kathy Hilton to speak up and be like, yeah, I was like, Kathy – You just pissed me off. Shut up. up. Shut the fuck up, all of you. Shut the fuck up, Dorit, with this
0: stupid, stupid, you're not being honest. Like, what? About what? About About what? what? She's calling you on your shit and being direct, and then your weird response is to say she's not being direct, and
1: you're being shady? That's the whole show. You're supposed to be shady to each other. Exactly. And like, honestly, Dorit, I would watch what you're doing because if you want her to say what she actually wants to say is probably, you're annoying as fuck. Yeah. Shut the hell up. That's We C- are issue. not friends. Yes. That's and what like, it is. I'm like, why do you want her to say that to you? She's trying to be nice. You're trying to push her down this rabbit hole of being angry, of uh-huh. being uh, attacky, of being all of this stuff. You're trying to create that narrative. So... I'm sorry, Dorit, but you better watch yourself because you're going to get... She deserves to be dragged. Yeah. And it should happen. Uh, uh, Yeah. And do you want, Tom, you're completely right. What's happening is if you
0: are friends with Dorit, you are going to be very annoyed by her. She's a very annoying idiot person. So what she is? So like she is. I mean, we all have friends who are like, oh, it's so annoying, so annoying. Mm. But and I would love if I if I were Garcelle, I would, I'm sure I would love to say, listen, Dorit, sometimes I t- dig at you because you're really, really annoying to me. But what am I supposed to say, Dorit? You suck. No.
1: No. And she, but Garcelle also already did that, and that's what yeah. spawned this whole conversation yeah. because she did it under the guise of you talk a lot, which the reason why I put hands on my face when you said she was annoying. Remember at the beginning of the episode when Kathy Hilton was like, oh, I'm just packing up my makeup. And she had the phone up and Dorit was just barking at her for God knows how long while she was like, "Mm mm-hmm. And like looking at her mascara. That was so funny. She doesn't give a fuck. So funny.
0: Um, and then Lisa jumps in and, uh, I don't even know. They're just just gang up at her. Um, we Lisa just, I don't
1: know. needs to come up with some new lines because it was just so funny to watch the flashback of her say the exact same thing that she's saying to Carcel to Denise.
0: Yeah, it's true. She, which like,
1: you know, I have different feelings on Denise than you. I love like, Denise. I personally, I love Denise. I love Denise. And I, about- well, I mean, with regards to like. I think that Denise said enough on the show. I don't think that she needed to go in depth anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's Lisa's whole bag is like, yeah. oh, we're going to drag everybody's shit through the mud. And but, um, but
0: Lisa doesn't open up anything about her own life.
1: Never. Let's hear about Harry Hamlin's mistress. Yeah. Let's and hear about it. Let's hear about it. Let's uh, talk about it.
0: Rinna keeps coming up, coming at Garcelle for not being open, but why should she be open with these bullies? Uh, they will not listen to her. And again, it's about how she feels. She's like, I feel like I don't belong. And they are coming for her. They are all coming for her at that table. And then the moment Garcelle brings up the racial element, you see this switch and you see all these faux woke, or they think they're seeming woke women, go, oh shit, and completely readjust what they wanted to do at the dinner. Well,
1: they just readjusted it because they didn't want to get called out. Exactly.
0: When Garcelle... Mentions race, Lisa Rita clutches her heart performatively, and it is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen because 30 seconds before she was straight up bullying Garcia. Yep. I
1: hate her. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. That's exactly what happened. Um, and I wish, and I she doesn't need to, obviously, because that's a huge amount of emotional labor. But I do wish that Garcelle had just turned on all of them and been like, no, 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 all the way around the table and been like, you've been bullying me and you're trying to make me seem like the bully. I am not the bully in this situation. And the whole fight- and the whole concept of what they're fighting about is so stupid. Dorit is annoying. Period. That's it. Yeah, End of conversation.
0: They're all just dancing around it. But really, the crux of this is Dorit is annoying. Garcelle doesn't <laughs> stand for it. They're all a bunch of cliquey bullies. They're racist. Fuck them. Erica is straight up a criminal who is <laughs> yes. who is threatening. Like we, Why are we going after Garcelle at this table when we jumped over the initial fight of the dinner, which was... Somebody bringing up the Sutton Erica thing, Sutton going, "Well, you know, I <laughs> I don't want to make a big thing of it, but this is how I feel." And then Erica just straight up being like, "Shut the fuck up. You're wrong. You called me a liar." Are people stupid? Like no, and again, everyone just sits there totally silent, letting yeah. Sutton just.
1: And that's it. what spawned the fight with Garcelle right, because right. Garcelle said that. She was like, "You guys are all quick to like I can't, like, I can't yes. wait for the reunion Sorry. when they throw up that fucking footage of them all sitting in that meeting and every single one of them being like, yeah, we got to watch Erica. We don't want any of that. Because every single one of them said it. Mm-hmm. They all said it and nobody owned it. Uh, and,
0: and please, I just need this. I need this reunion. I need Erica to go down. I need Andy to say he's not going
1: to go. He's. I need Andy to be like, Erica, you're you're a fucking bully (laughs) yeah well she's been a bully since like remember what she did to eileen don't talk don't talk about (laughs) my cop son like sorry your son chose to be a cop yeah so he chose to graduate from high school and roll out of bed and have a gun so (laughs) that's his choice
0: oh boy
1: a cab all cops are bastards killed
0: yep Yeah, they really are they really are especially erica's son i have here in the notes. <laughs> yeah. um erica is so dramatic she plays the victim the next day they find out that tom is maybe going to an old folks home or not a, what do they call it like a
1: senior facility yeah they called she called it a mental health facility which i'm like he's since moved that's into that's not it, what it is and it's he should be going Ohesi? to jail yeah, he's moved into it.
0: He's He should be going to jail. And it's it's a senior facility which uh, specializes in memory care. So I don't know about that. But now, oh, Erica makes it, makes her, the her, she victimizes herself. Not victimizes, excuse me. I'm getting really worked up about Erica. But she makes herself the victim in retrospect. She was like, I knew this before the dinner last night to, uh, to who was it, Dorit re- and, um, to read and, uh, Kyle? and uh, Kyle, yeah, and she, no, it was she Lisa,
1: never... Lisa. Lisa was there too.
0: Lisa, Lisa too. Okay, or maybe not. Dorie, I don't know. But she makes. Oh my god! Look at this note I have here. I wish Lisa
1: would drown. That's a little much. That's that's a little bit much. Um, I wish she'd get lit on fire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but why can't they be normal? They come up to her suite and they're like, "How how are you doing?" And she's like, mm. "And she says something super sarcastic." Can't you just say? Hey, I had a rough morning rather than this performative acting presentation, like I'm the victim. And then she's going on about how she feels so bad for Tom
1: and, like, bitch. That's not a good look. No. Like, I under, okay, here we go. I'm gonna have a little bit of sympathy for her. It's not sympathy, but it's understanding. Mm -hmm. I guess if you have been in a relationship with somebody for 20 plus years, Mm Even if you're getting a divorce and you hear, like, oh, that person is going to be, like, living in a home mm-hmm. and has no support from, like, their own children. I do understand that there could be a little bit of, like... But he is also a criminal who stole millions and millions of dollars from people. So the fact that he's yeah. getting put in a mental health facility um, it should be a win for yeah. you, Erica.
0: He should be so lucky. He should be in jail. Yes. And, and... um. Bitch, you married a grandpa. This was always going to happen. He was always going to get super fucking old and die. That was your plan. And bullshit. I'm sorry. Yes, it's very sad that Erica's grandmother had Alzheimer's, but her in the confessional being like, I had to watch my grandmother die. We've all watched our grandmothers die. You can't give me.
1: Oh, I just, she's just evil. No, she's just always looking for a reason to center herself. Um... Yeah. Anyway, And I can't, I, I, I'm excited to see what happens with the reunion when the reunion happens and what happens after the reunion. I need Erica
0: to get her comeuppance or I'm not going to be able to sleep at night from now on.
1: Oh my gosh. Well, I hope that happens for you. (laughs) And
0: I hope Lisa, like, my God, I hate her so much. I'm sorry. I'm actually like really worked up. I had this big iced coffee before. Yeah. You saw me sipping on it and I got so angry. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, I got so angry that the sun went away and I'm gray now. My en- <laughs> my entire complexion is gray. Um no, I I I actually liked this season. I mean, I know it's not over with, but I did like this season. It's a good one. It's a good season. It was better than New York in my opinion. Totally.
0: Tom you don't watch Potomac but for listeners out there I am now going to jump into a solo recap of Potomac but Tom I think we're done with you
1: okay bye where no. can we
0: where can we find you on um the socials find
1: me on Instagram at uh, is that Tom Hearn um, that's where I post all my stuff I'm trying to I'm trying to build more followers there so fucking follow me there um, and follow you can find my drag and all that gay stuff that I do there so find me
0: great awesome I love you nope Okay. Bye, Tom.
1: Bye. I love you.
0: Woo! Okay. Wow. That took it out of me. That was a whole hour of myself and Tom riling each other up. We both have the vice of a terrible temper. For a time, Tom's (laughs) Twitter name was Gay George Costanza because he, uh, has a temper one time he got into like a real twitter beef with iggy azalea like straight up like they got in a big fight back and forth back and forth and then iggy deleted everything it was really entertaining anyway tom does not watch potomac which is unfortunate because he might find some peace in it because like i said to him before it is a breath of fresh air i don't want to drown anybody you know what i mean i really like all the women Even Giselle, who like sometimes I can't stand. I love Giselle. Speaking of, we start off with some of her family hijinks. Grace, who I love. (laughs) I really like her. She's so sarcastic. Um, She finally got her learner's permit. I did not realize she continued to keep failing the written test. Not even the full driver's test. Five times written. Um, So she's driving Giselle's little Gucci car. The show tells me this car has been around for a while. It's a Mini Cooper with, like, the Gucci red and green stripes. But I don't have any memory of it. But Giselle says it was apparently Jamal's. Even though, doesn't Jamal not drive? Is it Wasn't that a thing? Like, she had to drive him to the airport? Jamal is quite a piece of work, I do believe. Uh, Grace is so funny, though. Her, her mother tries to give her a high five. And she, Grace is like, bye. <laughs> Uh, we bounce on over to Mia and her husband. I think his name is Gordon. Why did I just blank? I think it's Gordon. And the mid-season trailer was very like, we are going to get a lot of drama from Gordon. So I'm I'm anxiously awaiting it. So far, I don't really get a whiff of anything wild. But obviously, there's something there. Mia is all about the Candace and White Chris drama of him being the husband manager, husband gym. I don't know why. Why do we always have to put these words together? I don't know. So she tells Gordon that, um, listen, if you keep working with your husband, you know, based on, you know, my experiences, your marriage is going to flounder. Your marriage is going to flounder. I think, I think what Mia meant is flounder and or blunder. I think she kind of mixed them up. She did a husbandger, but she did it with these two words. Then we get some a bit of Karen's uh, business, three wick candle versus one wick. This woman. And I was telling Ellie, we were sitting there and I'm like, this woman just shitting on Wendy, who is supposedly her friend, her candle business. Well, they don't compare. Mine is a three wick candle. Like, what are you talking about, lady? You are so far up your own ass. But as I was telling Ellie, I take such joy from her digs. Because at the end of the day, it's just like, you know, a completely deluded woman who is just spouting nonsense, but isn't really hurting anybody or, or, or viciously gaslighting them like Arena or, or bullying like a, well, she could be a bully, but it's not, it's not that same kind of bullying that Erica did. I, I am, I was very worked up about that Erica, that Erica nonsense. She's really hard to watch. Part of me doesn't want her to come back. Part of me does want her to come back just to get her comeuppance, but we know that's not how Bravo works. We know Andy's going to be kissing her ass even though she's a criminale. But Karen? No, Karen's Karen's just good TV. She's good bad versus bad bad, you know? We have a lot of business talk this episode. We have Eddie and Wendy <laughs> getting into what her plan is and it's kind of messy and she doesn't really know what she's doing. I love how she Googled it. Uh, We also have the business of Juan and Robin. Robin getting a space for her hat company, which is apparently, she says she's going to make $60,000 off of it. Okay, Robin, I I just don't think that you know what you're doing. It's, and no offense, like I don't know what I'm doing either. It's it's a real mission and, and challenge for me to get this podcast out every week. I don't think I could actually run a business. And you heard it here first, people. So if I ever start a business... You know, just kindly point to this episode of the podcast and I'll be like, oopsies, I fucked up. Uh, more business is uh, apparently Michael Darby wants to get into the movies, which we knew, but I ho- I had hoped this was not going to be a thing. But Ashley tells Uncle Lump that, you know, he he thinks that maybe I could even be an actress. Stop it right there. Stop it right there. Because what what did I find the other day? Ashley Darby's music video for, what was it called? Coffee and Love? She cannot act. She cannot sing. God bless you, Ashley. You are doing the exact right thing you need to be doing in life. And that is throwing shade on a reality television show. Let's not go out of our comfort zone. And I'm not even saying that in a way where it's like, don't try new things. Don't no, no, Ashley, don't try new things. Not when, when, not when Michael Darby is going to lead you into the movie business. Although if anybody is going to flourish in a movie business, it is a pervert. So maybe Michael will fit right in. Um, going back to Robin and Juan before we get into the, the weird disorganization of that music video shoot. Basically, Robin says her husband needs to be nicer to her. Juan makes nice for the cameras and says he's not going to be a dick as much. But I'm getting like big dick energy off of Juan this season and not in a good big dick way. He's an asshole. I hate that turnoff thing. I think that's really gross. Obviously Robin's going through something. We've gone over it before. She's depressed and Juan is giving her nothing. And that's really disappointing because she put up with a lot in his past and I mean, clearly, they really both have issues with being vulnerable and being honest and sharing their feelings. Apparently, they're married. I, I saw online some headline. And again, you know me. I read the headlines, but do I click on the articles? Rarely. But apparently, they're already married. I don't know. Like, they got married after this season? I mean, there's love there. And if you told me this at the end of last season, pre-pandemic, when he asked her to marry him, I would have been like, yeah! but he's just kind of, I've soured on him. I've soured on him since, you know? Also, once a cheater, always a cheater, as Rachel Green's mother said on Friends. Most of this episode is spent on Candice's music video shoot for Drive Back, which I've listened to and now it's in my head and obviously I don't hate it. It's not the worst. It's definitely better than Coffee and Love. Although I would say Coffee and Love is more of like an underrated camp classic where I think Drive Back isn't that bad so it's possibly less entertaining you know what i mean like it could just be a middling single you know so dorothy is there and i okay so dorothy is the fucking worst dr dorothy is evil she is passive aggressive she is a narcissist and the worst part is she's a psychiatrist or psychologist you know (laughs) you know why i don't know the difference Uh, so she kind of has that energy, like I'm better than you. And it's really freaky to see a psychologist kind of wield that evil power of like, I, I know about mental illness, therefore I am exempt. You know, it's kind of freaky. So I don't know how much of this is real because do you really think that Dorothy would go to her daughter's photo shoot and shit talk her daughter the whole time? I mean, maybe, maybe she would actually. But part of me is a little bit like did Candace and her put this like did like did they did they plan this together? Did they scheme this together so this is a plot line? I don't know. But let's I'm just going to go forward as though this is all Dorothy's doing, okay? I'm going to um I'm going to uh suspend disbelief like you would when you're watching Peter Pan the stage play. So, yes, I can see that the actors are on wires, but just I'm going to suspend disbelief. So I pretend they're flying. So I get the most enjoyment out of this production. Okay. So first off they show up like in late afternoon, all the ladies, what the fuck is Giselle wearing on her head? It's like a helmet slash like sunglasses. So oh, Giselle, God bless. God bless. God bless refashion. Um, It's completely disorganized. Ellie, My partner is livid because Ellie is an assistant director. He's an AD and he is freaking out. He's like, you need trailers. You need a green room. You need an AD. You need a producer. You need a director. There's nobody there. It's just her assistant or her publicist, it said that, that shorter man. And, um, it was completely a disaster. And I gotta say, fuck you, Chris, you're being a goddamn dick. If you're her quote unquote manager, why aren't you at the shoot? You can't just direct people and then fuck off because clearly he screwed up and he messed up the entire shoot. There are no cars. I was kind of confused about what happened, but whatever. It was a shit show and everyone's waiting and it's so hilariously unprofessionally done. But you know what? I have actually acted in a couple of music videos. I don't even know where I'd find them. So don't go looking. Why would you go looking? You don't care. But (laughs) nobody go looking. But that is kind of par for the course when it comes to really low budget shit and so you kind of just embrace it the worst part about that kind of stuff is people being like where are these things this is so unprofessional shut the fuck up just just let them fuck up you know that being said if they didn't give me water or coffee i'd be in a bitchy mood which has happened before where you show up and they're like you're like where's the coffee and they're like oh we don't have any anyway this is the, you're hanging out for the next 14 hours and as a reminder this is unpaid okay so Mia woke up that day and chose messy mode, which I really, really like. Because I love messy Mia. I love her. She asks Dorothy how old she is, which I got a huge kick out of. And I also get a really, I got, I got a really big kick out of Wendy saying in her confessional, do not ask somebody's mom how old they are. And then she did an impression of her mother, <laughs> how she would react. And I got a big kick out of that. Um... <laughs> it's very good. And then Mia is is dragging this stuff out of Dorothy, but not even like that strongly. Dorothy was offering up this information. And while somebody like Wendy was horrified, Robin and Giselle were on the sidelines being like, Ooh, good for her. I would have I asked if Chris was getting paid too, which I like. <laughs> and then, oh my God. Wendy brings it up to Candace, which is also a messy move. And listen, I got to say, Wendy, if you wanted to bring this up, bring it up after the shoot. Why? I, I actually got to say, I kind of felt bad for Candace here. Even if this was, you know, part of her her plan with Dorothy. No, no, no. I'm suspending this bleak. There are no wires. They're flying. They're flying. Um, I kind of do feel bad because if you are already so stressed on the shoot and you need everything to go according to plan before the sun goes down, all this stuff, and then Wendy's like, did you know that everyone's working against you and Mia asked your mother this and your mo- mother's shit-talking you? I'd be pretty pissed off. Uh, and then Candace in the professional is like, just because your husband picked you off the curb about Mia, I laughed, even though, again, it's very slut-shamey and problematic. But hey, baby, that's Candace. And that's what we're here for. Um, Karen and Dorothy get into talk. They get to talking about who's paying for the house, And how Chris quit his job. Dorothy is pure evil. Chris shows up all pissed off. Um, Yeah. And that's basically it. They finish the shoot. Dorothy is evil. Chris is an asshole. Although he comes in at the end and she hugs him. And yeah, obviously there's going to be a fallout next week about that. But I do kind of feel bad for Candace. Because she really didn't have a chance with that mother. I sense evil in her. You know what I mean? And I think she's really, really jealous of Candace. And they have so many um, boundary issues and I wish it wasn't all wrapped up with money because I don't think if if Dorothy was poor, I don't think Candace would probably let her in her life. But it, they also have like this really weird codependent toxicity there. So who the heck knows, you know? Overall, fun episode of Potomac, Um, but I think we're going to get some real drama in the coming weeks because I think that this Dorothy stuff is the setup for the (laughs) salad toss, if you will, from um, Candace versus Mia. And again, I really like Mia. She's really messy. And and again, it's not an infuriating way like a Lisa Rinna. It's like, a oh, okay. well, it's almost a little bit daffy. And I like it. I like it. I like her. She's really, really messy and fun. And I love Karen. And you know what? Heck, I love Giselle this episode. I love these ladies. We are living in a very lucky time in Housewives history. And this was, again, a really great palate cleanser because I didn't want to drown anybody. And if there are any Rina fans out there being like, 911, this podcaster just threatened to drown Lisa Rina. I didn't, not technically, okay? So let's just put a big circle of allegedly around all of this. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Important news, my brother is getting married next weekend, so I'm taking the week off. So see you in two weeks, people. (laughs) Bye-bye.